There's something yeah. for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Mentory by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bears Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Hi, Eric Asher, once again talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable. 
And Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon restaurant so good catch the three tailgaters show with ken trahan and ed daniels on saturday mornings from 10 to noon on 1061 nash icon wrkn picayune new orleans Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6, right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Remember, if you have to walk away from the radio for any reason, iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, it's mobile. Have it on your smartphone, your tablet. 
course, Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. And, of course, our podcast is available on all major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base. But we're on all pretty much all podcasting platforms out there. So whatever your favorite one is, why don't you go ahead and check it out, subscribe, and make sure, again, you're in that number. Uh, of course, speaking of the number, it's 504-260-1061. On the program today, uh, which is brought to you by uh, the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bombo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, also um, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. Uh, we'll have Tommy Chrysan join us, talking some LSU from Talking Sports with TK. Uh, that's a little bit after 410. Uh, Will Guillory of The Athletic will join us at 435. We'll talk to him about the Pelicans. Mike Triplett joins us fresh off Saints camp at 510. He's with ESPN. And we finish up with columnists for the New Orleans Times-Picune, NOLA.com, and The Advocate. Jeff Duncan will join us at 535 here on the program. Uh, don't forget about my friends over at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. As mentioned, Oceana Grill, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Canada Restaurant, uh, as well as Mambo's. And we'll start off again with Old New Orleans Cookery. Uh, want to remind everybody uh, about Old New Orleans Cookery. It's 205 Bourbon Street, open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. First of all, the food, fabulous. Uh, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. And there, uh, again, a very large menu for you, something for everyone on the menu. And yeah, folks, extraordinary cocktails. I'm talking about mixologists. They're the best in the business. They'll have you oohing and on uh, as, as you uh, go and check out the unique cocktails to, again, the Oceana family of restaurants. These beautiful picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. So if you're a people watcher, get yourself up front. If not, how about, again, dining in our authentic French Quarter courtyard? Uh, as I've said, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms. You can dine there, have your next event. And, of course, just a great place to be able to have a great meal and grab a few cocktails with friends, family, maybe that significant other. Maybe it's date night. To find out more, go to nolacookery.com. Uh, you can order for delivery there. They deliver in the quarter. Also, they have delivery partners. And uh, just remember, if you're in on Bourbon Street, in the 200 block of Bourbon Street, 205 Bourbon to be exact, it's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. All right, all part of the Oceana family of restaurants. Oceana Grill, Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and, of course, the Hideout Bar. Let's head to the guest line, talk some LSU Tigers uh, with uh, our good friend Tommy Chrysan of uh, Talking Sports with TK. Tommy, how are you? Good afternoon, Eric. I'm doing just fine. Good to have you, as always, my friend. Before we get started, you're involved with a lot of things. Tell the folks how they can find you on the airwaves, on the Internet. Tell us all about it. Well, I got my podcast, Talking Sports with TK. It's available on all the major platforms. Just search for it or connect with me on social media. Uh, make sure you get what you need. Uh, Facebook Live, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday mornings at 9 o'clock. Uh, Ronnie Rance and I are doing sports shorts daily. Uh, that's been a lot of fun, and everything's firing up a little bit because of of uh, football season, but I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I got my own YouTube channel, and I am the oldest dude on TikTok. If you want to check that <laughs> out, uh, just search for Talking Sports with TK. Beautiful. Let's talk some LSU Tigers. Tommy, man, I'll tell you what, it's all over the place. I mean, again, uh, when you talk about the polls, obviously, again, uh, they've been recognized as at least the top 20 program uh, going into this season. Uh, there's some that believe this LSU team is going to rebound and, and going to be in the national championship hunt. Some believe that this is a team that, again, that's, that's going to struggle to be able to uh, get to 500. There's a lot of talent on this team and a lot of talent that came back, a change in coaching staff. You're very, very close to the program. What are you hearing about, about uh, what's going on in practice? And more importantly, what are your thoughts on this season? 
I think they're really going to bounce back. I don't think they're going to struggle to be a 500 team. I think they're going to make a lot of noise. They're going to be in the hunt in the SEC West, which would put them in the hunt in the SEC and, you know, eventually in the national championship picture. You hit the nail on the head. There's a lot of talent out there. They got depth. They got some big-time football players. Now, last year, for lots of reasons, other than the pandemic, there were some locker room issues and some coaching staff uh, issues where they just didn't gel with the players like they did. Of course, they started with Bo Pelini, and they fired him. So, you know, there's some new coaches out here, and I've always believed that throws complacency out the window. When you got a new coach, man, you're that player, you're thinking, hey, man, i got to make sure this guy knows what I'm capable of doing. And then the coach is wanting to learn everything he can about these players. So there's a little learning curve going on, but that's what you got during fall camp. I think this is going to be a heck of a football team uh, and going to be in the conversation for the SEC, which would then put them in the conversation, as I said, for the for the playoffs. So uh, a lot of talent. I think they learned a lot from last year when they – you know, went five and five and turned down a bowl bid and, and, you know, had a lot of issues uh, in the locker room and on the practice field that maybe didn't get talked about enough. We talked about it. I know you and mm-hmm. I talked about it on your program yes. a few times. But uh, I think that, you know, live and learn kicked in right there. And look, you know, two years ago, this was the best offensive team in the history of college football. Now, a lot of names have changed. A lot of the coaches have changed. But what hasn't changed is the talent level at LSU, which is why in the coaches' poll they're ranked 13th, because other coaches yes. know the talent that is on this team. You know, and, you know, I think nationally, you know, they're 16 in the Associated Press poll because they just kind of look at the five and five and, and they didn't know a lot of the behind the scenes stuff because they can't know everything about all 129, you know, right. FBS teams. So, uh, I just think that LSU is going to be just fine. Schedules uh, somewhat favorable, especially if they get by UCLA, which I think they will. Then they should be four and zero by the time Auburn comes to town on October two, and then anything can happen when LSU plays Auburn. So uh, I think everything's going to be okay. Uh, you got to let it play out, and just keep in mind there's a lot of talent wearing LSU football uniforms. Tommy, the first question I get all the time, and I'm asking you because I know you get the same question, they want to know about the quarterback position. They want to know about Max Johnson. Can he continue to get better as a quarterback? And they want to know about this kid, Garrett Nussmeyer, who seems to, over the last couple of weeks of practice to really, again, has a grasp of the offense and, and seems to be coming on. At least that's what we're hearing. I know you're close to the program. What are you hearing? Well, keep in mind, Max Johnson went into Gainesville last year, wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, and got a win. Then he beat an old Miss team and in a track meet that they outscored him. So he's two and zero as a starter in the SEC. That's 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 not to be looked away from. I mean, that's big time. And he has worked very hard. He's a very good quarterback. And Garrett Nussmeyer is better than people think. We haven't seen him like we've seen a little bit of Max Johnson. But here's the key that I like to point out to people: you know, Max Johnson and Garrett Nussmeyer, both of their dads played in the NFL. Okay. So aside from the football IQ and the, and the physical skills, what they learn being the son of those guys is the time it takes to be the best that you can be. The time in the film room, the time in the meeting room, the coach's office, on the practice field, uh, you know, eat, having dinner with your teammates or hanging with your teammates. They know the time that it takes 
to be very successful as a quarterback in the game of football. Now, Brad Johnson won a Super Bowl. Doug Nussmeyer, who played for the Saints briefly, you know, didn't have the success that Brad Johnson had. But he still was on an NFL roster. Last time I checked, there's only 32 teams with 53 guys on a roster. So they know the time that it takes. And I think that will yield things for them as they quarterback this LSU program. You know, with, with the second two games, McNeese and Central Michigan, I don't know if we're going to see Nussmeyer get some snaps. We might. Uh, I think if the situation presents itself, we will see that. But you can have a lot of confidence in Max Johnson, who's a big kid, who's very smart, can run a little bit, probably runs a little bit better than Joe Burrow did. And Burrow was somewhat effective uh, with his, uh, his running ability. Now, the coaching staff, you know, they might call it a little differently if it was uh, Max Brennan, as uh, Miles Brennan as the backup because you, you'd have a little more confident in Brennan, who you've seen what he can do, than Nussmeyer. You don't want to get Max Johnson hurt. So I think that'll be a part of it, especially in that opener against UCLA. You know, but then they might just say, hey, we got, we got to do what we got to do to go up and down a field school points and win a football game. I think the quarterback situation will be okay. Tommy, we've uh, been waiting on John Emery to have his coming out party. We heard Jake Pease talk a little bit about him uh, trying to get him in that Christian McCaffrey role. Ty Davis-Price last year played very, very well in his, in his position as, as a running back. Uh, but they've got some, two good freshmen coming in and Goodwin and Kiner. Uh, talk about that running back position. I'm hearing a lot of good things about Kiner. You know, I mean, you know, tailback in college football, some guys just have it. And nowadays in college football, you've got to have two, three, even four guys you can rotate in. The days of Herschel Walker and Bo Jackson carrying it 34 times a game, I don't even think you're going to see that much anymore. You've got to keep fresh guys out there at all positions, especially at tailback. You know, the ball's going to be in the air a pretty good bit. Ogeron always talks how he wants 50-50, but that's unrealistic. you got to do what you got to do to win a game. And if that means running it the whole fourth quarter to take the air out the clock, you do it. If you're down two touchdowns, you got to throw it more. So, I mean, I don't know how you can say we're going to be 50-50 when you don't know how games unfold. But that's just – I might be splitting hairs there and being overly critical. But I think the running backs are confident – and, you know, Kevin Falk, I mean, who else you want coaching you at running back? One of the greatest college yep. football running backs ever. And go look at YouTube and search some Kevin Falk highlights. If you hadn't done it lately, uh, it's going to drop your jaw to the floor, right? And then, of course, he's got a, a room full of Super Bowl rings from working with the uh, New England Patriots. So he's the guy out there. And I love that video very early on in the practice when a guy was going through a drill and he stopped and, and Falk just crawled his butt and said, what are you going to do, stop in the game? You can't do that. That was like on day one or two of practice. Mm-hmm. Look, I think the running backs will be just fine, uh, you know, because Kevin Falk, I mean, you know, I, I got all respect in the world for that dude. I was one of them people that interviewed him the first time he stepped on campus when Jerry Denardo, that was Jerry Denardo's first stop. As soon as he had his press conference to say he was coach, he drove straight to Karen Crow to meet with Kevin Falk. And uh, I think the running backs are going to be just fine. It'll be by committee. You know, if one guy starts getting a little better than the rest, you know, maybe he gets 16 carries a game and the rest of them split the rest. I don't know. But uh, I think you're going to be okay there as well. Tommy Chrysan, Talking Sports with TK is our guest. 
We're going to take a quick break. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory Airline in Metairie. Again, your one-stop shop for all, the, all your uh, needs when it comes to tires. Again, a tire for every budget. Also, don't forget, ASC certified technicians, same diagnostic equipment that you get at the dealerships without the dealership prices. If you're in charge of a fleet account or maybe it's your own uh, vehicle that's out of warranty, think Southern Tire. And look, hey, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity here. Uh, Southern Tire is looking for ASC certified mechanics. They're also looking for service techs. They can do tire changes and oil changes, and they will train as well. So if you're looking to get on a ground floor with, again, a family-owned and operated company that's been around since 1972 with a chance for advancement, uh, think Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline in Menory. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. You go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. It's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. We'll be right back. Marty McFly Mornings, the best country for the North Shore all day. And the conversations New Orleans are having every afternoon happens on 1061 Nash Icon and online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Get a king bed for a queen price at Mattress Firm. Save up to $500 during the best Labor Day sale ever on top-rated brands like Sealy and Sleepies. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more. Delays remain solid if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Stump Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Also look out for delays that are steady on 10 westbound from Elysian Fields to Canal. Also be mindful of delays on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. Be mindful of delays on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Where can I get a nice cold beer and a view of the hottest girls in town? Nowhere else but Visions Men's Club serving $2 beer all day and all week long. Beat the heat and inflation at Visions on Dalman Road, where all the smart locals go. Your bachelor party headquarters open from 11 a.m. until the cock crows. Traffic is brought to you by Visions Men's Club, serving $2 beer all day and all week long. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. 
Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Race Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Race Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Uh, today's program is brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, uh, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, also the Hideout Bar. This half hour brought to you by Old New Orleans Cookery. All are open late. All are open for lunch and dinner. Oceana's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get out there and enjoy a great meal, especially now uh, with the uh, COVID mandates uh, here in, in New Orleans with the vaccine, vaccine mandate where you have to either be vaccinated or show a, a negative test. Uh, our restaurateurs need you. Uh, so get out there and, again, support our local restaurateurs, support the Oceana family of restaurants. All right, Tommy Christian of uh, Talking Sports with TK is our guest. Uh, Tommy, before, before I move to the defense, your th- the, the, the wide receivers I think are going to be fine. There's a lot of talent. There's an overabundance of talent there. The biggest question mark on offense is the offensive line. What are your thoughts? Well, Coach Ed Orgeron, like a lot of coaches, sometimes will send a little message through his media comments. You know, and when he talked about the scrimmage last Saturday, you know, he praised the defensive line and then immediately talked about there were some things to clean up and polish up on the offensive line. Let's keep in mind, the offensive line has got a lot of guys that have had a lot of snaps in the SEC. And, of course, last year they didn't play anybody but SEC teams. I think this offensive – and they got a new offensive line coach, so there's, a, you know, there's some stuff that has to get ironed out there. I think it will get done. And, you know, this offensive line, the best offensive defensive line they may play against all year is the one they go against in practice. So, you know, with that being said, you know, you got a couple of more weeks to, to get some things cleaned up. And, and you know, the offensive linemen, I, I never played football beyond the youth level, but that that's a, a close-knit group. They got a lot of pride. You know, they want running backs to gain yardage. They want quarterbacks to not get sacked. I mean, it, it's, a, it's a cohesive unit that has a lot of pride. And, you know, with so many snaps that have been taken by these guys, I really believe they're going to figure it out by the time uh, they go out west to play UCLA. So, you know, it, it, you got time to, to look at that. 
Tommy, talk about the defense. Last year, again, an embarrassing performance by this defense that, that had some talent. Some of that talent came back to make to prove it, uh, that it was, uh, and it was uh, an anomaly. Uh, you had, obviously, some guys that transferred in, especially at the linebacker position, to shore that position up. Another great recruiting class. The back end, you got, might have the two best cornerbacks as a tandem in all of college football. Give me your thoughts on the LSU defense. Well, you kind of start with Derek Stingley, the All-American, and I mean, he's not been at practice, and, and, and I'm not worried about that today, Eric, but if he's not out there next week, I mean, when they get to next week, we got two weeks before the first game. If he's not out there next week, I think it'd be time to start saying, hey, what the heck's going on here? You know, and there was talk about getting him five to eight touches offensively, something that was promised to him when he was recruiting by the time, you know, not in his first year, but as the years went on, they try to wrinkle that in there. But he hasn't been on the practice field. Elias Ricks has been back out on the practice field with limited contact. You know, and they don't hit a whole lot now anymore anyway in college football across the nation. That's not unique to LSU. But there's uh, the defensive line has got, you know, six, seven guys deep. They'll rotate packages and personnel there. Mike Jones, a transfer from Clemson. He started nine games at Clemson last year. You know, that's not too shabby. So uh, he's going to bolster that linebacker group. You know, and LSU's going to play a 4-2-5, which is what everybody plays against the air raid offenses that we see uh, basically run by everybody, I guess, except Georgia Tech and Army. But anyway, and I guess Tech has changed that. But, uh, you know, so your linebackers, it's the defensive line and it's the secondary. That's those nine guys are the big-time key. Doesn't hurt to have really good active linebackers that can run, uh, play against the run, can run around covering people. That, that's where it's going to be. Yeah, last year statistically the worst defense in the history of LSU football. Okay, now keep in mind, last August Ed Orgeron said that defense would be better than the one from 2019. Obviously, he missed on that one. Okay, uh, everybody makes mistakes. That was a mistake. And then, of course, the whole Bo Pelini thing turned out to be a mistake. Well, you got Dorante Jones in there who, you know, pressure's on him to do something because his resume certainly didn't look like Bo Pelini's and many others. But, you know, uh, I'm hearing good things from my media colleagues that are out at practice and a couple other ways I got information coming from some players. This defensive team, they want to be better than they were last year. It's going to be hard not to be better. We mm -hmm. get that. But – uh uh, you know, again, you still got a couple of weeks. I sound like a broken record here, but I think they're going to be fine. But it all goes back to the fact that I think this is going to be a very good football team that's going to win nine or 10 or 11 games and, and be in the hunt when we get towards the end of October and certainly into November when they start doing the playoff rankings. Those first ones come out November 2 uh, when all that starts. And then, you know, November, you, you got some tough games. And I think they're gonna be they're gonna be in the hunt when we get to that point. Now, do they stay in the hunt? Yeah, if I knew that, I'd be sitting on an island. But you know, so <laughs> I think they I think they're gonna be just fine uh, as they get going. And you know, because nobody really knew what to expect last year with the pandemic and the right, restrictions sure. and the protocols, and we might have. To but but you didn't expect what we saw, right? You never expected the bottom to fall out on that defense. Well, it fell out because of the locker room issues, okay, mm -hmm. and yes. some some other things that were flying around that program, right. and the fact that the coach, the defense, you know, Bo Pelini just didn't fit, okay. He was he too didn't cerebral. Connect. He tried to make them guys out think instead of mm -hmm. just go play football uh, and think a little bit in the fourth quarter, maybe. But you know, so but but hopefully it was there was an experience that all the players 
the returning staff and the new staff can learn from. Because I can promise you the new staff has been informed by the old staff of the problems that, you know, have been corrected, needed to be corrected in order for this team to contend for a championship. No doubt. Tommy, always appreciate the time, my friend. Thanks so much for you for your time today at Tommy Chrysan on, uh, on uh, social media. And, again, don't forget, Talking Sports with TK, his fantastic podcast. We'll talk again soon, my friend. Thank you, Eric. Y'all have a great afternoon. Tommy Chrysan, Talking Sports with TK. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Well, I'll tell you what, watch the weather again last night. Looks like, what, till middle of next week uh, we may be hitting 100? <laughs> I mean, at least till Monday or Tuesday, right? Man, look, I, I heard one of the weathermen say it last night. Dog days of August, and we are in them. If your AC breaks down, if it's not cooling the way it should be cooling, even again in this hot weather, call my friends at Burkhart. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Nate Certified Technicians, that's the highest certification you get. That means they're experts when it comes to your AC system. Doesn't matter what type of brand you have at your home or business. They're authorized to service at, at Burkhart. But again, more importantly, it's a company you can trust. I don't know about the inner workings of my AC. I got to get a company that I can trust. I found John Burkhart a long time ago, and he has never let me down. Looking for a company you can trust doing only the work that's necessary? It's Burkhart. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. We'll be right back. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. That's Mambo's, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. Daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street. 
at Old New Orleans Country. Running a business has enough challenges. Finding good employees shouldn't be one of them. Cumulus Media New Orleans is here to help you find employees you need now. Contact us today to be part of the Cumulus Top Jobs program by featuring your open jobs online and on the radio. It's easy, affordable, and most of all, it works. Email us today to get started at nolasales at cumulus.com or go online to nolacumuluscares.com. Cumulus Media New Orleans, digital and radio solutions that work because your business is our business. When Paul Goodall started shopping for an engagement ring, he knew one thing. He didn't want to be pressured. Because I'm not going to make a purchase at that level without understanding what I'm buying. But the first store he went to, that's what happened. They wanted me to buy. They didn't want me to learn. And that didn't work for me. But then Paul found Diamonds Direct. The exact opposite happened when I went into Diamonds Direct. There was no rush. There was no pressure. They wanted to give me the information that I was asking for. At Diamonds Direct, it's different. No games, no pressure, no nonsense. It wasn't like, well, let's do something now. we got to do it now because we got this thing going on or maybe you want to do that no it was here's the information that you need to make an educated decision paul learned how to buy a diamond like a dealer buys he was taught how diamonds are graded and priced on the world market and he was shown dozens of diamonds in his price range so he could make the decision that was right for him his budget and his soon-to-be fiance what they do is they give you the information that you need so that you end up buying what you want i am such a big fan of diamonds direct diamonds direct on severn avenue across from lakeside mall Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon. Uh, also, uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street, Mambo's 411 Bourbon Street, and Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. Uh, also, again, a uh, place where you can go and grab a great meal, but also check out all the games. I mean, 30-plus TV screens for you. Even have TVs in the bathroom. You will never miss a play, my friends. Never miss a play. And uh, the, the food, I'm telling you, absolutely spectacular. Something for everyone on the menu. One of my favorites is the Mardi Gras pasta. Uh, it's shrimp, crawfish, uh, and, and the Alfredo sauce. It's absolutely amazing. But the appetizers, again, to, again, the great beer selection. And, of course, I told you about the mixologists at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. They are second to none. They will, You will hear the oohs and ahs as, again, they create one of their uh, great libations for you. And, of course, don't forget, if you love memorabilia, like I love sports memorabilia, Bobby Bear's Cajun Counter Restaurant is unique. Perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. All open seven days a week for you for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. You can order online for delivery or find out more about Bobby A. Bears at bobbyabears.com. Bobby Bears Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Get on over there and enjoy a meal at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All right. Uh, I want to thank Tommy Christen for joining us on the program Talking LSU. We turn our attention to the New Orleans Pelicans. New Orleans' own Will Guillory joins us on the program from The Athletic. Will, how are you? I'm doing well, man. I appreciate you having me on. Always good to have you. First of all, how was Vegas? Was that oh, your man, first experience at the Summer League, or had you been there before? No, yeah, I've been there before, but it was uh, my first time actually traveling since the pandemic. So it was kind of mm-hmm. weird oh, being okay. on an airplane, you know, being at a game with crowd there. It was, yes. it was a good experience seeing a bunch of people I haven't seen in a couple of years. So it was a really good time. Uh, some late nights and way too much money spent. So exactly what yeah. you <laughs> So you had a Vegas time then. You had a good time in Vegas. That's yeah, good. The full That's Vegas. good to hear. Always good to, to, to mix a little business with pleasure. That's for sure. Hey, Will, um, you know, I mentioned this a couple of days ago. You know, the difference between this year's uh, Summer League team and maybe the Summer League teams of the past, 
where it was kind of a hodgepodge of a bunch of players that were playing on other G League teams or were going to be playing internationally. The the core of this team was team was players that are going to be here in New Orleans playing for New Orleans. I remember Seth Curry uh, a few years ago. He was on that Pelican. Um, uh, he was either the Pelicans or the Hornets uh, uh, G League team. And I'm thinking, man, they got this kid, Curry's brother, and he's going to come in and light it up. And oh, no, he was a free agent. He ended up signing, I think, with Portland, if I'm not mistaken. Not this time around. This, these were New Orleans players that were participating, and you saw them get better each and every game. Give me your thoughts on what you saw in Vegas. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think you hit a nail right on the head. It was a bunch of guys that we're going to see in training camp together. Some guys are probably going to see in a rotation once the season starts. And, and Trey Murphy, I thought Najee Marshall played really well. Kyler Lewis showed a little bit of growth at point guard. I know the uh, people within the Pels organization love D.D. Luzada and his future as a one-on-one defender on the perimeter, one of those switchy guys. And the guy we didn't mention who will be with this team once the season starts is Willie Green, also coaching from the sideline. Yes. And I think that was a huge experience for him, getting being able to, to not only play that role and be there with his players, but also be there with basically his entire staff was there coaching with him. So they had a couple of late-game experiences where he was able to turn to his staff and figure some things out, figure things out with the rotation. So I think it was a really good start. And kind of, you know, getting started on a good foot with some of these young guys, and especially Willie Green. Uh, I think he did a a great job of really showing, you know, what he can do when he's in charge and what kind of identity he wants his team to have. Well, I 100% agree with you. When, when, when it was announced that Willie Green was going to take the team and he was going to be his entire coaching staff, I thought it was a great idea because it's almost like a preseason or a trial run for him to kind of put his uh, his stamp on this team. And I thought he did a great job. You mentioned it, some tight situations, which, again, he had to get guys to be able to pay attention. Uh, X's and O's, we saw all of that. And, uh, again, the buy-in is what, again, I was looking for. Now, look, you're going to get a lot of buy-in in summer league because guys are trying to make teams. But you saw the buy-in from those guys who are ultimately going to be on, on club in the fall. Yeah, and I think well, something I asked him after one of those games is what are the, some of the defensive principles he wanted to put in. The, the, the three things he kept mentioning, what he wanted to do was, you know, have these guys play with pace, have them share the ball, and have them play with some defense and, and show how, what type of defensive team they wanted to be. And I asked him what the principles he wanted to put in, and the two things he said were communication and being able to guard your man, the guy right in front of you. And I think that's something you saw the team really take pride, and it's something they really struggled with in the past, especially last year. We saw all those times where guards coming were coming in the Smoothie King Center and lighting this team up. I, I put the uh, the stat in my story a couple times. You know, uh, nine different guards put up forty. No, nine different occasions they had guards put up forty point games against this team last year, and we're talking about a seventy two game season. So I mean. They had a lot of trouble dealing with other guards, and I think that'll be a big emphasis for Willie Green coming in, really, uh, you know, putting the pressure on his guards, the Kyra Lewis's, the Najee Marshall. He can go down the line, Devontae Graham. I think all of those guys, uh, they're going to have the pressure on them early in the season to show they can guard their man and kind of, you know, slow down some of these guards. Because we know in the West, there are some guards that can drop 40 on you basically every night when you're playing in the West. Even the bad teams, the OKC, Sacramento, they've got De'Aaron Fox and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. So you got to be able to defend the ball, and you got to keep guys out the paint. And I think that's something Willie Green is going to, you know, really harping on early on. Will Giller of The Athletic is our guest. 
Well, let, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, what what has transpired in this offseason thus far. Uh, uh, just give me your your synopsis of how you thought David Griffin did in in terms of again maybe getting rid of salaries uh, and then of course in free agency. Uh, we were hoping, or at least looking for, some shooters coming New Orleans' way. That doesn't seem to materialize. You broke the uh, the, the story today about Josh Hart's, Hart's contract. He is coming back to the Pelicans. Just give us your overall thoughts, and we'll kind of jump into some specifics on how, how the, the offseason has transpired for David Griffin and the Pels. Yes, you're in the salary cap you know, rules and how these guys structure these contracts. I think the Josh Hart thing is super interesting. The way David Griffin was able to, uh, you know, structure that contract basically to turn it into three one-year deals, and whether you know they can basically, you know, choose whether they're keeping Josh Hart each of these, you know, three years after, you know, after this year, the next two seasons. Uh, but I think you know, one of the, the big story with this team is obviously going to be, you know, the switching at the point guard uh, between Lazo Ball and uh, Devontae Graham. You know, I, I think ultimately I would say it's probably a slight downgrade. I think I like Lonzo Ball a little bit more than Devontae Graham, even though Devontae is a more prolific three-point shooter, which is what you probably want as a direct fit with Zion. I think Lonzo is a little bit better defensively. He's a little bit younger. Obviously, you paid a lot more. You would have had to pay a lot more to keep Lonzo around. He got $80 million from Chicago. You end up paying $44 million, and you also had to trade a first-round pick, lottery-protected, but still you had to give up a pick to get Devontae Graham. So I think, you know, ultimately, I think Devontae could be a good fit, but I still think he's maybe downgraded a little bit. But I think you still have to give him high marks. And I think people forget, you know, we were talking all offseason about what can he do about those Eric Bledsoe and Steven Adams contracts. How can they get off of those without giving up too many assets or not setting mm-hmm. you back too much? And how can you get rid of those contracts and also add something in? And I think, you know, moving both of those guys to Memphis, moving back to 17 and giving up one of those Lakers picks, and you get back Jonas Valanciunas, who I think is one of the most underrated players in this league, uh, being able to get him back a quality starting center, I think you got to give David Griffin high marks on that one. And then you end up getting Trey Murphy and Herb Jones with the two picks you got back from Memphis as well, two rookies. You know, everybody's talking about how well those guys played in Las Vegas. Trey Murphy might even be fighting for a starting spot at this point after the way he played in Vegas. Uh, so I think, you know, I think they came out really well in that transaction. But I do think ultimately uh, this thing is going to be judged on what happens with Devontae Graham, how he fits, you know, are they going to be able to get to the playoffs and be able to keep that draft pick? Because if you really take a step back at the point guard position, I mentioned it before, the West, yes. all of these teams have really good backcourts. All of these teams can put up points. And if you don't have guards to support Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram, it's just going to be tough night to night to keep up with the way these other teams score. So they're going to need uh, Devontae Graham, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Tyra Lewis to play well this season, or they're going to be behind. Is David Griffin done? There was a lot of talk about the possibility of maybe a Buddy Heald coming to New Orleans. Uh, there have been some other shooters that have been mentioned in, in, the, in the rumor mill. Uh, it looks like he's got the guaranteed contracts already set up on the roster, but that doesn't uh, for, uh, prohibit him from making another deal. Is he going to make another deal to bring some more shooting in? I think this is probably it. Uh, you know, I, we already kind of see that uh, Wayne Gable is probably going to be the guy that, that is on the outside looking in. Once the, the roster is finally set to 15, he's got a non-guaranteed deal. Uh, I think the way they structured the Josh Hart contract, I think he's probably going to be at least around until the, the trade deadline. We'll see what happens there. I think his contract kind of screams a, a, a trade in the future is probably coming on him. Uh, but I'm, I don't think that's going to happen this offseason. So I think they're going to see what this group looks like. 
you know, how all of these wings fit together, you know, what they're going to do in the backcourt. I think they're going to try to see what happens. Uh, and, again, I think the big thing is what are you going to do at the starting point guard position? Is Josh Hart in the starting lineup? Is the kid Alexander Walker in the starting lineup? Mm-hmm. I think those are going to be some big questions going into camp. And I think they're excited about the, the competition they're going to have on the perimeter between those guards and all of those young wings and how, you know, Willie Green is going to sort out his minutes. Because he's going to have a lot of options. And I think that's a good thing for them. they got a lot of good young players. Uh, but, you know, how are, are any of those guys going to separate themselves from the pack? I think that's what we're going to be looking forward to going to the training camp. You mentioned Graham. What, what do the Pelicans have in Saturnowski and also Garrett Temple? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, we're, we're talking about Saturnowski. I think he's a really quality backup point guard, a guy with size, can defend multiple positions. Uh, I think, you know, last year we probably saw his role, you know, shrink a little bit with the emergence of a few of those guys in Chicago. Uh, but I think, if he's a guy, if you give him an opportunity, we know what you'll get from him. He can get into the paint. Uh, he can hit some of those mid-range jumpers. Uh, I think seeing how he sits next to uh, Zion Williamson, Bradley Ingram, where those guys probably dominate the ball a little bit more will be interesting. But I think he's a solid backup point guard. Uh, Garrett Temple, veteran guy who can knock down some threes. But I think ultimately they just want his presence in the locker room. And I think that's going to be really important, having an older voice, kind of the grown-up in the room who can kind of direct these guys you know, when things get rough or when, you know, they're getting to that pressure or the playoff series, just having that guy who's been there and done that, uh, I think it's going to be important. Also, you know, Gary, somebody probably got an LSU guy on the roster. It's been a while. Yeah. It's like, what, maybe Marcus Thornton? You know, yep. it's been Marcus a while Thornton, right. LSU guys. So, yeah, I think that'll be good for the home crowd just to have an LSU guy to cheer for as well. Although I was leaning toward a little Cam Thomas, if they could have gotten that in in, in the draft, but you know you know how that's going to go. He's going to he's going to tear yeah, it up. He lit it up in Vegas too, man. <laughs> I'm sure I know he did. Hey, 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 Will, is this team better on paper than they were last year? In your opinion, I, I see. I'm not. I'm not really sure because, like I said, I think you know Lazo Ball leaving. I think they took a little bit of a step back in the backcourt. Uh, I think a big thing is, you know, year three Zion Williamson versus year two. Uh, I think that's going to be a big determining factor. Uh, but I do think I like their starting lineup a little bit more. Once you subtract Eric Bledsoe and uh, and Steven Adams and you put in the Jonas Valanciunas and, you know, I'll just throw out the kid Alexander Walker as your two guard. I probably like that a little bit more. I think they'll be a little bit more dynamic. They can stretch the floor. Uh, Jonas is a guy who can get you at 30 and 15 on certain nights, and we know Steven Adams wasn't that guy. Uh, so I think they'll be a little bit better offensively, but defensively, uh, I think they're going to have some real question marks on how they're going to defend teams, especially with dynamic perimeter players. You know, do they have the uh, the, the, the bodies needed to, to keep guys out of the paint? Because you know Jonas Valanciunas mm-hmm. is a certain type of big man. He's yes. not going to come out and trap you. He's not going to switch. He's going to have a big body in front of the rim. And you got to be able to help him out with some of your perimeter players. To me, the biggest jump this team has to make is on the defensive side of the ball. There has to be a buy-in there. Do you anticipate that? I mean, yeah, from what I've seen so far from Willie Green, I, and, you know, again, we're talking about summer league. You know, these are young guys fighting for their spot. Uh, so who knows what happens once the guys, you know, who are making $30 million a year <laughs> walk in the building, they got a different perspective. Uh, but I think, man, sure. everything I've heard about Willie Green and just seeing him up close in Vegas, he seems like the type of coach that guys will want to play for, that they'll want to listen to. Uh, I think, you know, he just had, brings a, a, everything you want to the table. A younger guy played in the league, and when he speaks, it really gives you Monty Williams up vibes. I think it's, it's really easy to make that comparison, obviously, because he played for Monty and he came from Phoenix. 
But mm-hmm. I think that's really who he reminds you of when he speaks. Is Monty Williams a guy that just demands that ultimate respect when he walks in the room because he's so genuine and he sticks to his principles as a coach. And I think that's something guys are going to respect. You know, I saw a little video of uh, Zion uh, back at Duke, uh, I think with Coach K's camp. It's really the first time I've seen him on social media for the most part during the offseason. Not that I'm, again, following Zion to be able to find out what he's doing, but my hope is, again, that he's been in the gym and that he's working to get, get, get a, a mid-range jumper, uh, get a little bit more on his repertoire, but more importantly on the defensive end. It's been quiet. What have you heard? Have you heard anything about Zion this offseason in terms of his workout regimen? Yeah, Zion's a guy who likes to keep it low-key. You know, he, he likes to keep his circle of people he works with very small. Uh, I mean, we've heard the stories about him working with his uh, his uh, stepfather and maybe a few people from South Carolina, and I think that's probably what he's kept it to uh, this offseason. There was a picture that surfaced a couple weeks ago on social media of, like, uh, Zion in a T-shirt, and he looked a little bit smaller. I feel like I'm back in the in the Boogie Cousins days when we used to be surfing <laughs> the internet looking for skinny right? Boogie pictures. Uh, I feel like we're doing that with Zion every offseason now. Does he look skinny in that pic? Is he wearing a hoodie? Uh, so I think we're probably going to be doing that for a while with Zion. But, yeah, I think, uh, you know, from what I heard, he was out there in L.A. Uh, when the team was in Vegas. So, you know, he, like I said, he like, he's a guy that keeps it low-key. He's not going to pop up at, you know, the next game or the next concert or nothing like that. He likes to keep it around the people he knows, and you'll see him in New Orleans every now and then. But I think that's mostly where he'll be this offseason is L.A. in New Orleans, you know, working with his people. Give me your much-too-early starting lineup and first guys off the bench for this team. Yeah, I think right now, if I had to guess, I would say uh, Devontae Graham and Nikhil Alexander-Walker as your backcourt uh, next to B.I., Zion, and Jonas Valanciunas. And I think, you know, coming off the bench is going to be really important to see if Kyra Lewis can nail down that backup point guard spot. I think he was okay. I wrote this uh, in my story coming off of it. I thought he was okay out there he didn't really like you know wow me in his progress compared to like a guy like you know Emmanuel quickly or Tyrese Maxey who I thought looked outstanding mm-hmm. in Vegas so I like to see what he looks like when camp starts and also like I said before you got a million wings you <laughs> know Josh Hart you got Najee Marshall you got Trey mm-hmm. Murphy you got Didi Luzada you know how are those guys going to separate from each other you know how, how can they you know add a little offensive punch you know are those guys going to make threes can they defend multiple positions uh, I think those are going to be the big questions. And can they keep Trey Murphy off the court, man? I, I thought he was so impressive in, in Las Vegas. The way he shot the ball, the way he defended multiple positions. I saw him defend Evan Mobley and Jonathan Kaminga within the course of, you know, three days. Uh, I, I think he, he's going to be really impressive uh, once we really get to see him in an NBA environment with the spacing and the, and the defensive capability he brings. And, you know, will he be able to fight his way into that start lineup? I think uh, that's something that I'm going to be keeping an eye on once camp starts up. Thank you so much for your time, as always. Let the folks know how they can follow you on social media and what you got coming up for us on The Athletic, how folks can subscribe. Absolutely. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Will Guillory, that's G-U-I-L-L-O-R-Y. We're going to be searching for all of the skinny Zion picks. And uh, on uh, The Athletic, you can find all my work. Uh, we're getting ready you know, for a little quiet part of the offseason, but we're still – Looking ahead, you know, trying to figure out what's happening with some of these guys. I got a pretty interesting story coming uh, about Nikhil Alexander-Walker. I'll let y'all know that uh, that's coming soon. And, yeah, just check me out, man. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up and just getting ready for this next season. It's going to be a huge one for the Pelicans.
No doubt. Will, you better get that vacation in. It's just a couple of weeks. They're back in training camp. It's amazing. Yes, indeed, man. I'm, I took off next week, so I'm looking forward to a little bit of time off and just turning everything off. There you go. Thanks, Will. Appreciate the time. Appreciate you, man. That's Will Guillory, New Orleans' own, with The Athletic here in New Orleans. All right, Tay, don't forget about Burkhardt. You're in the market for a generator. Burkhardt's got you covered. Single-day installs. That's right, single-day installs. Sit down with you. Uh, come to a con- after that consultation. Come to an agreement to put you on the counter. Get a single-day install. You want to finance that? That's no problem. You can finance your generator over time. New install quality check after one month. They do that for everything they install for you. It's about customer service. Part of what they do with their customer service regimen, making sure that you feel comfortable with whatever, whatever they install for you. It's the new install quality check after one month and if you have a generator and need service 24 7 365 emergency service warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need there are no, are no excuses they're answering the phone when your generator's down they're out there to get you up and running want to want to know about generator sales and service well go to the best it's burkhardt acpromise.com acpromise.com Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Hey, all right. Welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Villaries Florist is celebrating 52 years in business. To celebrate the occasion in the month of August, Villaries is offering a cash and carry rose special. Get a dozen of Villaries high-quality roses for $9.99 a dozen. That's $9.99 a dozen. Also, giant Louisiana sunflowers are three for $5.20. That's three for $5.20 for beautiful Louisiana sunflowers. Come celebrate Villaries Florist's 52nd anniversary. That's Villaries Florist, with locations on the South Shore, North Shore, and VillariesFlorist.com. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. For the ones who know that a little late is always too late. And that the clock doesn't stop just because you're missing a part. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. And our KeepStock inventory management solutions help ensure you have the right stuff in the right place at exactly the right time. 
Visit Granger.com slash Keepstock to learn more. Granger for the ones who get it done. Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Mortgage and Rocket Companies. Last year, we saw historically low mortgage interest rates. What you may not know is that interest rates are already starting to increase, and it's likely that trend is only going to continue. Our team of experts is standing by to help you save before rates go up. Don't look back and wish that you had taken action. Call 833-8-ROCKET or visit rocketmortgage.com. Rocket. Call for cost information and conditions equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon. Mambo's 411 Bourbon Street. The Hideout Bar is right next door. Uh, also, Old New Orleans Cookery at 205 Bourbon Street. And Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, uh, Lake Villa and Veterans and Menory. All are open seven days a week. Oceana's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They open at 8 a.m. And, of course, uh, the rest of the restaurants are open for lunch and dinner. They also stay open late. Uh, get out there and enjoy a great meal at the Oceana family of restaurants. Hey, don't forget tonight on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, it was absolutely my pleasure to have Roe Brown, legendary Roe Brown, on the program, getting inducted into the Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame. If you missed us at 1 o'clock this afternoon, it was an incredible program. 6 o'clock tonight on LAE, 10 p.m. on the Deuce, Friday night, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LAE. 2 a.m. on the Deuce on Saturday and 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television on Saturday afternoon. I will have that on our social media platforms on this evening. Uh, check out the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports with the legendary Roe Brown. My name is Eric Asher. We'll be right back. Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune-in radio app. We are. I'm the French Quarter. For the top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceanic Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanic Grill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. I'm sick and tired of hearing things from 
gonna party. I like this gonna party, baby. Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM Nash Icon, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. You can take those apps with you anywhere. That's right. Keep the show mobile. Uh, keep it rolling on one of those great apps. Also, don't forget about um, Nash FM 106.1 as well as ericasher.com. You can check us out on the World Wide Web there. Our podcast available on all major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base. Uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. I, I teased it as we were going out of the last hour. Uh, Roe Brown, legendary sportscaster, uh, and a guy that's been a mentor to so many in this town, opening up so many doors for so many in this town, uh, including yours truly. Uh, he is, was my guest on the program today. It was all Roe. We talked about New Orleans, the history of New Orleans sports. We talked about Roe and a little bit of a different show, kind of like what we did with Pete Finney, uh, the, the legendary sports writer. Uh, about a year into the show, uh, we, we had an had a interview with Pete Finney. We did this with Roe today. Roe's going into the Louisiana State, I'm sorry, Louisiana Sports Hall of Fame, uh, and rightly so. And uh, I just was, I was just so happy to be able to do this show today. Uh, and um, so if you get a chance, please check it out. It's not the normal show that we do. We're breaking down Saints, Pelicans, LSU, Tulane. No, we're just, we're paying homage to uh, a guy that, that truly deserves it, uh, Roe Brown and what he's meant to sports here in this town uh, for, for decades and decades and decades. So please check out that program uh, at your leisure. Mike Tripp is going to join us in just a couple minutes. Uh, he'll be followed by Jeff Duncan. So we'll talk Saints, and we'll talk Saints and Pelicans uh, throughout today's uh, rest of the program. Today. So we'll see if we get to LSU and Tulane with Jeff before it's all said and done. Hey, today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We talked a little bit about um, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, also Old New Orleans Cookery, but don't forget about Mambo's, and, of course, uh, the, the Mothership, uh, or Oceanic Grill, voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. They're open seven days a week. If you love breakfast, if you're a breakfast connoisseur, uh, I'm telling you, you got to try the breakfast at Oceana. They open up at 8 a.m. Uh, for breakfast. It goes all the way to 1 p.m. with that breakfast menu. There's an overlap between breakfast and lunch. Uh, I believe the lunch menu starts about 10, 10 a.m. Uh, so, again, there's an overlap there. So, look, when your party comes in during that time, part of your party can get breakfast, part can get lunch. But I'm telling you, when you get to the lunch and dinner menu, something for everyone. I mean, it's just an eclectic menu from the – uh, Char-grilled oysters, the oysters on the half shell, to, again, the Mardi Gras pasta, great burgers, poor boys, uh, fantastic Louisiana seafood. I'm telling you, just an incredible lineup of, of menu items on that Oceana um, menu. And then, look, if you want a cocktail, you, you're, you're among the best mixologists the city has to offer. Uh, then the, from the Bloody Mary to, again, some of their other specialty drinks, uh, they're a second to none. Uh, and, look, it's always a festive atmosphere as well. Look, in the years that I sat there, and, and it was almost a decade of doing a live broadcast from um, Oceana, 
everybody's happy, okay? People on vacation, people enjoying themselves. It's a very festive atmosphere. Dining in an authentic French Quarter courtyard, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Five private rooms that accommodate uh, from 10 to 120 guests. You can dine there if you'd like, if you're social distancing, or again, have your next event there. Family-friendly, uh, dog-friendly, as well as, again, a place where friends, family, and, of course, maybe even date night. Uh, again, something for everyone to enjoy over at Oceanic Grill. Right now, again, tough times here in New Orleans, once again, especially in the French Quarter. I don't know if you've been looking. It's a ghost town right now. Uh, we need to support our local restaurants. Uh, again, support the Oceana family of restaurants. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti on Bourbon uh, Street. Remember, there's a little uh, construction going on right there on Conti, but it's a way right into Oceana. Get in there and enjoy a great meal. 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. All right, let's bring on from ESPN. He's covering the New Orleans Saints. He does a great job doing it as well. Mike Triplett is our guest. Mike, welcome to the show. How you doing, Eric? Thanks for having me. Mike, I'm doing great. Thanks for the time today. Man, I tell you what, I know it's getting hot out there, huh, man. It's got to be tough as we're getting into these dog days of August to be outside. Y'all, y'all were inside for a little while today? They've been inside for a stretch now. Uh, uh, we're already moving into regular season mode uh, um, uh, I think they could be inside from here on out. They might be outside this weekend if they have another practice for the fans. They're going to be in the Superdome tomorrow night, though. Yes, yes. It's going to be a hot one, no doubt about it. Mike, the big question is, I get it all the time. I know you do as well. You've seen every single practice. Talk about the quarterback position. Oh, quarterbacks? Oh, nobody's mentioned those. Yeah, nobody even wants to know about that, right? You about those. Yeah, no. Oh, that, this will be interesting. Nobody's brought this up yet. Uh, <laughs> no, look, man. Uh, unfortunately, I'd say here's the here's the bad thing from our vantage point. Here's the good thing for, from a fan's vantage point. The bad thing from our vantage point is they have not made this clear for us. Um, there is no awesome. We're going to watch them in practice for three weeks. We're going to watch a preseason game, and we're going to know. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know based on that. Um, so that would lead me to – but what I was going to say is good news is neither one looks lost. Neither one looks like – oh, this team is in trouble without Drew Brees. You know, both guys, you can tell that Taysom Hill's been here five years, and Jameis Winston was a starter in the league for five years uh, before he came here. Um, they're professional quarterbacks. They're, you know, they, they both come with concerns, and, and really both of them are kind of turnover concerns and decision-making concerns, but both of them have worked to improve that a good bit. Um, Taysom Hill's had a couple interceptions the last couple of days, but Really, in the first couple of weeks, we were not seeing many turnovers at all. We're seeing a lot of checkdowns to running backs, almost too many. Mm-hmm. They're almost too efficient and not that exciting. But nobody has just grabbed it and won it, and nobody has just looked lost and lost the job. So I would say whatever the Saints coaches and evaluators were thinking coming into camp, I don't think anything has probably changed their mind. Um, and my instinct was – that Jameis Winston had a leg up in this competition because mm-hmm. he's got higher upside, because he can throw that deep ball, because he's got that arm talent, because he's almost four years younger at age 27, and because Taysom Hill could play another role on offense if Jameis is the quarterback. And the the thing I was thinking with Winston was, unless you know, unless he's just got a fatal flaw, unless they're like, we're not liking what we're seeing from him, we don't think the decision-making is there, we don't think he's picking up the offense like we'd like, and I've seen no indications that he's not. He has not, you know, stepped in here and clearly won the job, but he definitely hasn't lost it. 
Mike, uh, some, another uh, position of concern going into training camp what was the cornerback position. We got a chance to see Paulson Adebo last week get tested by the Baltimore Ravens. Look, it's the only sample size I got, but the kid looked yeah. like he belonged uh, on an NFL field. You've seen every practice. Would, would the Saints be in trouble if they had to start him uh, week one against Green Bay? Well, it's funny that, that you say that's the only sample size you have because I made very similar comments right before the game about how he had been looking in that second week of practice in particular, where I had just started to float the idea. You know, for a while, he was kind of the third option it was, or fourth option, really. There was mm-hmm. Patrick Robinson, there's Ken Crawley, and then there was us thinking that the Saints are going to make a trade for, for a veteran at any moment. Um, and so Paulson Adiba was a little bit of an afterthought at the beginning of camp, but into that second week, he started making some plays. He's got that length. He's got that size. He's got some ball skills, not necessarily intercepting a lot of passes, but gets his hand on a lot of balls. And I just floated the idea uh, last week in a, in a conversation, um, uh, a radio interview or two, where, where I said, you know, I guess I could see something worse than just throwing the rookie in there. He doesn't look lost. He looks somewhat comfortable. And just letting him kind of, you know, go through all the turbulence of a rookie season yes. and throw him out there like we've seen them do with Delvin Bro and Cal- Ken mm-hmm. Crawley in the past. And then he went in that game, and he sure looked like he could handle that. Now, whoever that number two cornerback is, whether it's him or Ken Crawley or a guy they yes. pick up off waivers, unless they make a trade for an established star, that person is going to get picked on relentlessly. Um uh, because Marshawn Lattimore looks great to start camp, and obviously their safety depth is so good, teams are going to test whoever the other corner is. And, and maybe fans won't like that corner because they're going to get beat a few times as a result. But I feel good enough about Paulson Adebo and, frankly, how good Ken Crawley has looked in camp that I don't think the Saints need just a guy. If the Saints mm-hmm. want to trade for a clear upgrade, they may still do that. But I don't think they just need to go find, you know, uh, I don't want to say Eli Apple was just a guy. I thought he was pretty good sometimes. Right. But they don't sure. need that version of give us any veteran you got from another team. Uh, the guys in camp are, are holding up pretty well so far. And you mentioned safety. You can roll a safety to that to that side to help. And, look, if they can get a pass rush, and we think they can get a pass rush based on what we've seen last year and then even in the camp, uh, that's going to hide uh, some of the deficiencies there as well. Yeah, and look, the, the area of the team I feel better about than I did three weeks ago is the defensive front seven. Um, they lost so many guys in that defensive front seven with, you know, none of them individually were like, how can you replace Trey Henderson? How can you replace Malcolm Brown? How can you replace Sheldon Rankins? How can you replace Alex Anzalone? How can you replace Quan Alexander? Well, you replaced him by bringing him back. Um, but, uh, you know, the the linebacker position looks perfectly fine. They brought back Quan yes. Alexander. Both Pete Werner and, and Zach Vaughn have shown flashes. I think the linebacker position looks perfectly fine. Um, defensive tackle is still a question mark, but a lot of guys who can make some plays there, Jalen Dalton and Malcolm Roach, probably the two most impressive so far. And then uh, Peyton Turner, before he got dinged up, I think he'll be back on the field soon. Maybe he won't play in this game, but um, he was looking good. Marcus Davenport's looked great. Carl Granderson's shown flashes. Uh Cano uh, Passignon, I think you, is how you pronounce it. Looks like yep. he belongs on an NFL roster. You know, obviously Cam Jordan in that group. You know, I don't think the defensive front seven will suffer a tremendous drop-off with the, with the people they lost. 
and I got to tell you, I was pleasantly surprised by the linebacker core. I mean, I was one of those ones that said, oh, you man, need to go out and get a veteran linebacker. <laughs> I thought they played terrific on Saturday night. They really were. And, look, that's something we can't really evaluate on the practice field because they're not out there tackling, um, live tackling in practice. Uh, so Zach Vaughn was kind of a revelation. I mean, frankly, I had thought maybe the Saints had given up on Zach Vaughn because how high they drafted Pete Werner and then re-signing Quan Alexander. But he looks like the front runner to start next to Demario Davis in Week One right now. And and Caden Ellis has been an afterthought. Now the Sam linebacker position that he's playing right now does not play a lot of snaps. They're True. usually a nickel or dime. But he's he's looked real active. Uh, yeah, I mean their depth there. Uh, their depth there, they've got a lot of options. Andrew Dowell's been one of the most best players in camp. I don't yeah. know if he ever gets on the field on defense, but he looked great all camp too. That's for sure. Mike, come about the wide receiver position? That was another concern position coming in. Callaway from one looked looked good in the game, and he's looked good in practice. Uh, but what about the rest of those guys? They they obviously, you know, Hogan has come in off yeah. off the lacrosse field. Uh, they uh, they brought in Kevin White this week. Obviously, they're still looking, but. You know, based on what you've seen in practice and, and even carrying over into the Baltimore game last yep. week, uh, talk a little bit about it. Do you feel comfortable with what they have there right now? I, look, I still am very surprised they didn't invest in one more guy. Even if it was just the Lance Moore, Willie Sneed, Emmanuel Sanders, that type of guy, uh, there's still a couple guys out there that they, you know, haven't shown any interest in adding, like a Golden Tate or a Danny Amendola. I, you know, I thought that might be a direction they would go this offseason. Just, you know, the possession receiver who can, you know, line up at any different position. Chris Hogan has served that purpose in camp. He catches everything in sight. He looks really good doing that. But, you know, a lot of guys do that in camp. I, I was surprised they didn't bring in one more guy like that, especially since they knew Michael Thomas's, you know, they knew about more about Michael Thomas's injury than we did. Um, but so I would like one more guy in that group, but all the guys they do have, I think Trey Quinn Smith's going to have his best year yet. How can he not with the opportunity he's going to have? I think Marquez Callaway really looks good. I mean, I, I hesitate to say he's going to be a superstar because, you know, a month from now he might be their number three receiver behind Michael Thomas and Traquan Smith, but he just looks poised and confident, and he's been playing the role of number one receiver in practice and in that game, and he sure looks the part. Um, and then after that, is it Chris Hogan? Is it Ty Montgomery? Is it Deontay Harris being more involved in the offense? Um, does some of the young guys get on the field like Will Jordan Humphrey or just Kevin White, you know, sneak his way in there? I, I, I like the guys they have. I just wish they were all their, you know, two, three, four, and five guys instead of their one, two, three, and four guys. Yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Mike Tribbett of ESPN is with us. We take a quick break. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, 739 Conte Bourbon, Mambo's, uh, 411 Bourbon Street, Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street, and, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Lake Villa and Veterans in Metairie. Also, again, right next to Mambo's is uh, the, the Oceana's Hideout Bar. Again, all are open for you. Seven days a week, and all are open late. Get out there and enjoy a meal or a cocktail at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. We'll be right back. Hey, I'm Carly Pierce. The quickest way for the economy to recover, for businesses to return, for concerts and theaters to reopen, for generations of families to reunite, for children to play freely with other children, is for everyone to get the vaccine. 
It is America's best shot. 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Get a king bed for a queen price at Mattress Firm. Save up to $500 during the best Labor Day sale ever on top-rated brands like Sealy and Sleepies. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $6.99 or more. Delays remain steady if you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city from Terry Parkway to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. If you're traveling along the Pontchartrain Expressway on the westbound side, delays are heavy from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the Chapatula St. Peter's exit. If you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway, delays are steady from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Also be mindful of delays on 10 westbound from just past St. Bernard to the airport. Also look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. I'm Ed Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Marketing your business on social media these days can be a real challenge. Knowing the difference between a boost and a post or a click and a like can make your head swim. Plus the time and attention you lose from, you know, actually running your business. But don't worry, Cumulus Media is here to help. Our turnkey social media marketing options help you reach more than 1.1 million active users in the metro area on Facebook and Instagram and turn them into your customers. Contact us today to get started at NOLACumulusCares at Cumulus.com and ask about our Plus 20 special.
Welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by the Oceana Family Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, uh, Hideout Bar, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. Remember, all are open seven days a week. All are open late for you. Especially now, get out there, whether you're getting a to-go order or you're going out to eat, get out there and support our local restaurant tours. Support the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Mike Triplett is our guest. A few more minutes with Mike. Mike, uh, a caller called, wanted to know about the kicking situation, especially the place <laughs> kicker, because <laughs> I don't think uh, they have one I, right now. I, I was sitting there during the break, and I'm like, all right, Eric, go on, go on through the rundown. He's like, all right, they got problems with this position, this position. This yep. I'm like, oh, he never got the kicker yet, so I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess you just needed a commercial break to get to all the, the question marks. Exactly. <laughs> no, look, they had some guys trying out um, today. Um, the only name I, I immediately recognized was Aldrich Rosas, who was actually uh, built beat Will Lutz out for the Pro Bowl a couple years ago uh-huh. um, when he only missed one field goal for the Giants, although uh, uh, they eventually let him go and he was briefly with the Jaguars. But a reminder that there are professional kickers out there with experience that can be picked up in a pinch, and I'm sure they will sign one of them uh, for this game and the next game that they have mm-hmm. uh, five or six nights later. Uh, but we were only half-joking before they went to Baltimore and said, oh, I'm sure they'll just come <laughs> home on the plane with whoever Baltimore's backup kicker is. Well, it turns out Baltimore does have a rookie kicker that they're really excited about who looked great in that game. Maybe that will be the answer. But, look, a lot of teams right now, there's probably 50 kickers employed right now. There's only going to be 31 employed, uh, you know, two, three weeks from now. Sure. So they will have a lot to choose from. So they will pick somebody up. They'll get to look at them for a couple weeks. And then they'll also get to look at, at, at the guys who don't make the rosters elsewhere. I'm going to try to read everything I can. And they had one reporter who had mentioned in his, um, in his breakdown of, of the uh, final 53 that he felt like he thought that Dwayne Washington and Tony Jones would beat out Deontay, uh, Devonta Freeman and, and Latavius Murray. I, I don't necessarily believe that Latavius Murray is going anywhere, uh, although, again, Jones did have a great game uh, against Baltimore. and We've seen Dwayne Washington in the past when he's got a chance to get the ball. He's played well. Um, what, what do you think that running back situation is going to shake out? Yeah, well, I, I would not predict that scenario where Latavius Murray and Devontae Freeman both get cut. Um, I, I definitely would be surprised by that. But um, I, I, I would scratch my head a little when they brought Devontae Freeman in in the first place because it didn't feel like you need both Latavius Murray and Devontae Freeman. And then Tony Jones looking as good as he did the other night really makes you think, boy, they don't need uh, Latavius Murray and Devontae Freeman. Uh, and Dwayne Washington has been a core special teams player for them. Uh, teams don't need a fourth running back unless he plays a lot of special teams, which is what Washington does. So Washington will only lose his job if, if they like someone else better in his special teams role. So um, I, I'd say I, I when I have to make my next 53-man selection, it'll be a I will probably leave Devontae Freeman off of it just because mm-hmm. I don't see the need for Kamara, Latavius Murray, Devontae Freeman, Tony Jones Jr., and Dwayne Washington. That's, that, that's one extra running back, if not two extra running backs. But, no, they, I think they want a veteran here for sure. I was a little curious early in camp that Latavius Murray, his workload was really low, I thought, um, just anecdotally. And then they brought in Devontae Freeman, and it made me wonder, hmm, this team has cap issues. Latavius Murray's making a lot of money. Are they considering a trade here? But 
look, uh, you know, Latavius Murray fumbling in a game isn't going to get him cut um, because they don't think he's got it anymore. His track record of how important he's been to them at a position where guys get hurt all the time, they're going to want a veteran in here. Uh, and I don't think Devontae Freeman has done enough to, to supplant him yet, although he has a pretty good track record himself. Well, Juwan Johnson's looked really good at that tight end position. Yep. We were expecting sure. Troutman to be that guy. Talk a bit about that position for us, because that's one that's up in the air a bit. Well, Juwan Johnson is testing me um, in camp because, look, it happens every year that we see a guy on the practice field and in the preseason games that we just think is terrific, and it's at pass catcher in particular. And we could go down a long list of names of guys who, sure. you know, Emmanuel Butler and you mm-hmm. know, Daryl Grayson and uh, yep. uh, Benny Fowler last year. And, you know, I, I mean, people, we, we should really make an all-star team of these guys. <laughs> um, and and I cannot ignore what I'm seeing from Juwan Johnson. It is heavy volume. Jameis throws to him. Taysom throws to him. Ian Book throws to him. <laughs> Trevor Simeon throws to him. He did it again in the game. Um, you can't ignore it. But. That doesn't always translate. I mean, Adam Troutman mm-hmm. has proven himself as a blocker. McVanette has proven himself as a blocker. Those guys are going to be on the field for sure. Um, so this, he could be one of the ones that breaks through. And, and you know, like Willie Sneed, like, you know, Marcus Colston and Lance right. years past. Or he could be a guy who, who's just been the star of camp and becomes their number three tight end. He's definitely going to be on the roster, though, and I definitely like his potential at that position. It's impossible to ignore no doubt. Mike, thanks for the time, as always. I'm not even going to ask you a record. I'm going to do that as we get a little closer to the season. Want to see no, some more I like preseason games. Prediction. I, came, I came up with one. I'm predicting it. Okay, well, come on. 9-7-1. 9-7-1. <laughs> 9-7-1. 9-7-1. 17 games, they're all going to be close. I'm, I'm right? predicting a tie this year. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Mike, what you got coming up for us on ESPN and how folks can follow you on social media? Well, I just wrote about Marquez Callaway and the receivers uh, yesterday. You can check that out. Uh, the next report will be my almost weekly update on uh, the quarterbacks and what they can do next. We got the, the game on ESPN on Monday night. Beautiful. Mike, thank you. thanks as always. Really appreciate the time. Right. Thank you. At Mike Triplett on, uh, on Twitter. And, of course, uh, Mike, uh, part of uh, the ESPN coverage of the New Orleans Saints. All right, we'll be right back uh, after these messages. And we'll have Jeff Duncan of the New Orleans Times-Picayune, uh, Noel.com, and The Advocate. Don't go anywhere. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Menory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu. Dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. 
That's Mambo's Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. I absolutely love my dog, but the constant shedding, not so much. But then I got a Swiffer Sweeper pet kit, and it is amazing. These super thick cloths pick up a crazy amount of hair. Just look at all that. And that was from just one swipe. And the best part? Sweeper's so much easier to maneuver than a broom or a vacuum, easily getting around chairs and under the couch. You're right. Now I can focus on you, not your shedding. Swiffer Sweeper Pet Kit. Because shed happens. And now a small business setback. Delivered by a kind French stranger. Uh, monsieur, there was an accident. The windshield of your catering van is, uh, how do you say, kaput? But Progressive has an extensive network of repair shops. Now, we sing about the old days. Brave marin revient de guerre. When things go wrong with your small business, it's comforting to know you have Progressive Commercial. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage subject to policy terms and conditions. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a new air conditioning system, Burkhardt is authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. Ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. Ask about financing. Also, again, the service after the sale. 15 trucks in the field. 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. And Nate's certified technicians using the latest in, in, in equipment to be able to make sure, again, that you get the right tonnage. So, again, you can cool your house in the summer and heat it up in the winter. For a company you can trust, it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACPromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, and, of course, the mothership, Oceana Grill. Don't forget about their sister restaurant, Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of what I'm telling you is the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Uh, Cajun Creole cuisine, uh, that's second to none. Uh, you can dine in an authentic French Quarter courtyard, as I've said, with all the Oceana courtyards. It is beautiful by day, but spectacular by night. Also, again, they've got Bourbon Street Balcony. You can have dine on, have cocktails on. Every single floor of the restaurant has their own private bar, and it's amazing. Then 
Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. It's the only one of its kind. It's fantastic. Again, now you can sit out and have a meal there. You can have cocktails, check out the skyline. So Mambo's a perfect night out for friends, a romantic getaway. Maybe even in your next event or again, a delicious meal with your family. They're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Check out them. Uh, everything you need to know about them at, at MamboNola.com. And, of course, when you finish up there, you got to go right next door uh, to the hideout bar. Great food, great drinks, live music, and on an authentic French Quarter setting, uh, French Quarter courtyard setting. Man, you can make it a night at Mambo's and, of course, the Hideout Bar. Uh, make your next memory on Bourbon Street at Mambo's and the Hideout Bar. All right. Um, I want to thank Mike Triplett for joining us on the program. We turn our attention to our good friend Jeff Duncan, who is now back at the uh, Advocate, Times Picayune, and Noel.com. Their columns doing a great job. I don't know if you checked out his columns lately. Fantastic. Jeff, welcome back to the show. Of course, Jeff's got a great book. Always a good stocking stuffer for, uh, for the Christmas holidays. Uh, well, his latest is, again, well, uh, Peyton and Breeze and that great offense. How are you doing, Jeff? Doing good, Eric, man. Thanks for having me on, buddy. Always good to have you, Jeff. Before we get started, any any book signings coming up in the near future? No, nothing. Uh, we had a little run here in the in the summer, but uh, we're kind of down for the summer uh, until probably closer to the to the holidays this year. The, mm-hmm. the book will come out, uh, paperback version will come out next month, uh, toward the end of the month, and we'll probably have some signings to announce then as we get closer to uh, the Christmas holiday. But you still got the hard copies available if anybody wants any, right? Yeah, if anybody wants uh, looking for a gift or had, just hasn't had a chance to read it, you can reach out to me on my Twitter account at Jeff Duncan underscore, and uh, we can get you shipped out a, a signed personalized copy. Uh, I've got a shipment going out later this week, as a matter of fact. Jeff, you know I like to run through all the teams with you. Let's start off with the Tulane Green Wave. Uh, Willie Fritz poised again to maybe take that next step with, with his roster. Uh, how good is this Tulane team, in your opinion? Well, I think it remains to be seen. I think they've got the potential to be the best team in Willie Fritz's tenure, but I'm not sure the record will reflect it just because of the difficulty of the schedule, uh, the non-conference schedule alone with Oklahoma, number two team in the country, and a road game at Ole Miss. Uh, I think those are two games that they'll be decided underdogs in, uh, and the conference itself is going to continue to be very difficult. Cincinnati is a top 10 program now, and uh, even the programs like Central Florida and Memphis have so many more uh, resources and really are operating at a different set of academic and athletic standards than, than Tulane. So it, it's going to be difficult, I think, to improve much on the record. But I think what, what Tulane fans should look for as a sign of progress is how competitive they are in these games like Ole Miss and Oklahoma. If they can show that they can hang in to the maybe the fourth quarter against them, I think that's a, a, a sign that the program's heading in the right direction. Jeff, do you anticipate with, again, the, the, the shifting that we're seeing in college football right now, the American Athletic Conference absorbing some Big 12 teams uh, and, and, again, being able to compete with maybe some of the super conferences we're seeing that may be formed? Well, I don't know if, it can, if it's going to get to that point this soon. I think it, eventually what's going to happen is there's going to be about 40 teams, maybe maybe a few more than that, uh, in a super a super division. They're going to branch off and uh, form a whole other division of elite college football, and I think that's bad for the rest of the NCAA, uh, you know, membership. Uh, the way the greed has taken over the highest level of college football. Uh, 
uh, it really is just becoming this elite country club. And uh, it's a shame because it, it, they're running the entire, you know, the there's too many chiefs at the highest level yes. looking out for their own self-interest. And that's why I think Mark Emmert and, and the NCAA have pulled out. And I, I think it could lead to some unintended consequences down the road as everybody tries to jockey for their own uh, self-interest. Yeah. With that said, LSU, again, a down year last year. A lot of people believe they're going to rebound this year. When you take a look at this Tiger roster, everything you're hearing coming out of Baton Rouge, what, what is your anticipation for the season? Well, look, there's a lot of talent there. There always is in Baton Rouge. Um, but they're in the most competitive, difficult division of the most competitive, difficult conference in college football. So, uh, you know, they could be the third or fourth best team in the SEC West and still be a top 25 team. It, it's just uh, there's just no no days off or no weeks off, I should say, in the SEC West. And I think the talent is there for this team to get back uh, to, you know, a nine-win season I think would probably be realistic, eight wins. Uh, but the the question marks for me is going to be the depth of quarterback now with Miles Brennan out, uh, how Max Johnson – uh, you know, adapts to being the full-time guy, and then how these two new coordinators with their two new systems, how they not only implement their systems, but how do they adjust once they get game film, the opponents get game film on them, and these SEC coaches get a chance to adjust how they're going to attack LSU. I think that chess game is going to play out over the season, and it's going to be very intriguing to watch. Jeff, if there's a position of concern, what is it for you? I still think the offensive line, even though I know they've got a lot of guys back, I still think it's the most important position on this team. I think they've got depth across the board on defense, but the offensive line, well, while they've got a lot of incumbents on the roster, uh, it's just been too inconsistent with their performance the last few years, especially when they play against their peers, when they get in against the Alabamas, the Texas A&Ms. That's where I want to see the offensive line uh, hold up, and I think that's a major question mark right now. Defensively, they bring back a lot of players. Obviously, their secondary has two of the best corners in all of college football. How do you rate this uh, this defense going into uh, the game against UCLA? Well, it's talented. I mean, there's a, a number of NFL prospects on that defense, as always in Baton Rouge. Uh, the defensive line, I think, has got a lot of experience, and obviously some big-time talent over there. Uh, that's, to me got to be the strength and I'm really interested to see how the new defensive coordinator adjust because we haven't seen frankly enough pass rush in my opinion out of the LSU defense over the years considering the talent they've had up front and I would like to see maybe them scheme it up a little better and not just rely on the individual athleticism of their players uh, to win these one-on-one matchups I'd like to see them get a little more creative on that side of the ball I think they need to uh, to really make a mark at the SEC West. Is this a team that is going to uh, vie for the SEC West championship and uh, possibly the SEC championship, in your opinion? No, no. I, I would be shocked if they made that leap. I mean, we're talking a team that won, you know, was 500 team last five, year. Right, 5-5, five five, right. Yeah, yeah so I, I just I can't, I can't see them making it. I think a, a realistic jump for this team is like eight to nine wins, get back into mm-hmm. – a New Year's uh, Day bowl game picture, and then get loaded up for what I think everyone in the program thinks is going to be another top year uh, in 2022. 
Right. Those recruiting classes are outstanding coming out of Louisiana, no doubt. Jeff, critique uh, what uh, David Griffin was able to do in the offseason for the Pelicans. Well, I, look, I think he's tried to address some of the issues uh, that the Pelicans had. He clearly, uh, you know, had to fix the coaching issue first. I mean, it was a top priority and bringing in Willie Green, by all accounts, uh, Willie Green is a rising star in the league. Now we're going to see if he can adjust to being the head coach. I like the assistance he's brought in and a lot of uh, highly regarded uh, staff members on the staff. Uh, so I'm a good mix, I think, of of uh, you know uh, experienced coaches and and younger coaches that can relate to the, this young roster he's got. Uh, so now, what do they do with this roster? We we know they've got kind of the hard part down. You've got the superstar and Zion and the, the, the all-star sidekick and Brandon Ingram. Uh, they needed to fix the pieces around those two, the role players. And I think they've, they've done a good job of addressing most of it with uh, fixing some of the uh, defensive concerns and the, uh, you know, perimeter shooting concerns. I just wonder about who's the lead guard on this team. I know they clearly wanted to sign either a Kyle Lowry or, um, uh, you know, even made a run for Chris Paul. They saw sure. that as a need and they weren't able to fill it. And I think that still remains to be a huge hole on this roster. Is there enough shooting on this roster? Uh, well, I, look, I think that remains to be seen. They, they've added a lot of guys with shooting backgrounds. Now we'll see, you know, they certainly have improved that area. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But I look at this team as is with what they brought in, and I think the ceiling would be, say, a six seed in the West. That would be the absolute ceiling. If they did better than that, it would be, it'd be incredibly, uh, I think, successful. More likely, it seems to me, like this team is a bottom seed in the West. And is that good enough for management, ownership, and the Pelicans fan base, which has been asked right. to be patient for far too long in this market? I don't know if if that you get in the playoffs and you get run out of the gym and in one series is that going to be enough progress for everyone involved, including Zion Williamson and his camp, yeah. which obviously we know have some concerns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know I think we'll, we'll see the buy-in on Willie Green on the defensive end. If we see a team that's going to be a much better defensive team, and and again guys that again from one to to, to fifteen that are willing to go out there and put the effort and energy and the hustle that it takes to be able to play defense on the NBA level, we see that we see the buy-in. I think we see a team that that again uh, takes the next step. If if they don't. I don't think all the shooting in the world can help them if they can't play defense. And they haven't done it, and they didn't seem willing to do it in the past. No, I know. And that, that's going to come down, I think, as much to Willie Green, uh, as much to Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram as Willie yes. Green. I mean, those are your leaders on the roster. And uh, I haven't seen it from either one of those guys. And, and that's they have to be accountable to that. As leaders of the yes. team, uh, that's part of their responsibility to set that tone with everyone else and define that culture for everyone else in the locker room. Jeff, you, you, you've been covering Peyton since he got here in 06. Obviously, it's different without Drew Brees, but you've been around practice a lot now. How different is it without Drew Brees there? Well, I think we're all going to discover different things over the next two, three months, uh, things that, they, that we all miss about Drew Brees that, that we took for granted. Uh, you know, Just little things that we were, I was talking in practice with Bobby Hebert today, about, uh, you know, Drew setting all the protection calls 
as a quarterback. And, and so many offensive linemen told me over the years why he was like a sixth lineman, a sixth set of, of eyes to define the defensive pressures and, and slide pro, uh, protection schemes. Uh, those little things, I think, uh, will be missed. And there's things that I don't know if are, are conspicuous to the naked eye of the, of the fan or the media. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that's why you see the ball being held so much longer by Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill both uh, because they maybe aren't quite as good at setting up those protections. They don't have that experience that Drew Brees had. Uh, and we're seeing more sacks and we, we could see more sacks and more, more pressure because Drew Brees just made everything look easy at the quarterback position. And it just isn't as easy as he made it look. Uh, and I think all the behind the scenes and tangibles, uh, the, the leadership, the work ethic, all those things where other people in the building, teammates and coaches uh, were raised to a higher standard because of the, the standard he set for himself and no one wanted to let him down. And I, I really believe in an indirect way that might have led to some of these issues that the team has had in the offseason where everybody mm-hmm. just kind of exhaled, lost a little bit of focus because they were on this two- or three-year run trying to win another Super Bowl with Drew Brees. And then human nature is you kind of let down when, when he's not in the building anymore. Jeff, um, everybody had questions. Of, there are certain positions coming into camp. What question? What positions were you questioning, and have any of those questions been answered? Well, the defensive line's better than I thought it was going to be. I had a lot of concerns about the loss of Malcolm Brown, Sheldon Rankins, and Trey Hendrickson. I think those concerns, although losing David Onyemata is a huge loss. I mean, he's the best defensive player on the team right now. There's no doubt about it. Uh, losing him is a major blow, but they do have talent and depth there, and they've got enough talent, I think, to hold the fort uh, until he gets back. I think the front seven is a, is a strength. I think they're going to be one of the better front sevens in the league. Uh, so that's been a, a positive surprise. Uh, I think not addressing the other cornerback spot clearly is still a huge hole on this team and could be even worse if you have injuries at that position. And I'm not sure you can overcome that in this day and age, in today's NFL. To me, it's the, the biggest issue they've got. I think the receiving core is going to be fine. I know they, they struggle a little bit to get separation when Deontay Harris isn't out there. I think that's going to be an issue. Uh, so those areas are concerns. But I also just haven't seen enough yet from either quarterback to give me confidence that they can maybe go back and make another Super Bowl run. I think either one of them wins the job. This team's talented enough in other areas to be competitive and, and make a playoff run and, and maybe be a wild card team. I don't think either one of them's bad enough to, to hurt this team because they're so talented. But I just don't see either one of them playing at a level that we saw when Drew Brees was here. Uh, and uh, I concur, my friend. I concur with that. That's going to be one of the things. Everything you said about Breeze and, and, and not being in the building, I concur with as well. Uh, it's one of the things that I, I think that fans didn't, that they just, you took it for granted, and it's no longer here, and there's a huge void there that we don't have to see how they have to fill it. Jeff, what you got coming up for us uh, in, in the New Orleans Times, Picayune, uh, Advocate, and NOLA.com, and how folks can follow you on social media, and also give a plug for the book on the way out as well. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm finishing a column taking Jeff Landry to task over his recent transgression. I think we could do that almost once a week right. with him. Yes. And uh, so that should be up later today on NOLA.com and certainly in tomorrow's 
Times Picayune. And then uh, I think I've got a column next week that I think will be interesting about Jeff Cheney. People don't know about this guy. He's the offensive analyst with the Saints right now. 37-year okay. coaching veteran, former offense coordinator at the highest level, was Drew Brees' offensive coordinator at Purdue. And he's on the Saints staff here, and he's been a key addition from talking to people around the program. So I'll introduce Saints fans to Jeff Cheney and what he's doing uh, with this offensive uh, system out there. I think it'll be interesting for people. Fantastic. And if folks want a copy of the book, how can they do it? They'll just reach out to me at, at, at Jeff Duncan underscore or on the, the Peyton and Breeze Facebook page. Uh, it has its own page. Or you can find it in any of the local booksellers. As a matter of fact, I've just uh, made a commitment to go around and sign books in the stores here over the weekend. So we should be, have all signed copies in all the local bookstores. Beautiful. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate the time as always. All right, Eric. Thanks for having me on, buddy. Take care. Jeff Duncan. There you go. Thanks, Jeff. Um, I did want to say this again, and I didn't mention as we opened up the show. Uh, the, the Saints are offering refunds for season ticket holders. Uh, again, that is a refund only. You cannot opt out. So uh, that's one of the things Jeff was talking about with the Jeff Landry situation. Uh, the Attorney General weighed in on that. Uh, so, again, if you're a Saints season ticket holder and you decide you don't want to go to the games this year, you can uh, get a refund, but you lose your season tickets. Uh, so there is no opt-out uh, situation here. Now, I will say this, and this is just me, okay, because I tell the truth. Uh, and, uh, if there is a situation with the Pelicans and you're a season ticket holder, I guarantee there's an opt-out situation there. There's a waiting list for Saints season tickets. There's not a waiting list for the Pelican season tickets, and I think that they'll, they'll probably treat that a little different than they do with the, uh, the Saints stuff. But, uh, but, again, nevertheless, I get it. Look, I got three season tickets. I'm dealing with it right now. Individuals that don't want to go to the games, just, again, you just got to suck it up and figure it out on the open market. Or, again, if you can't do it, you have to deal with it in terms of, again, uh, giving up your season tickets. Not a lot of people want to do that, and I think that's going to be the stopping point here for that. So we'll see how it plays out. All right, again, you're listening to Inside New Orleans, uh, brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. We'll be right back. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Craving Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest? Mambo's is open at 411 Bourbon Street. We are offering our full menu, dine in one of our dining rooms in our courtyard on Bourbon Street's only rooftop balcony. Check out our menu at mambosnola.com. Mambo's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by delivery from our delivery partners, Chow Now, Grubhub, or Uber Eats. We also deliver in the quarter. Order now at mambosnola.com or give us a call at 504-407-3717. 
That's Mambo's Cajun Creole Cuisine at its finest. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory & Airline in Mentory, open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at bobbyabears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby A. Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Marketing your business on social media these days can be a real challenge. Knowing the difference between a boost and a post or a click and a like can make your head swim. Plus the time and attention you lose from, you know, actually running your business. But don't worry, Cumulus Media is here to help. Our turnkey social media marketing options help you reach more than 1.1 million active users in the metro area on Facebook and Instagram and turn them into your customers. Contact us today to get started at NolaCumulusCares at Cumulus.com and ask about our Plus 20 special. I feel like I got a great value. I am ecstatic about the diamond that I selected. Meet Josh Pearl, another raving fan of Diamonds Direct. I came in with an expectation of what I wanted to spend, and I walked out with a diamond that I was really pleased with. Before coming to Diamonds Direct, Josh did a ton of online research trying to educate himself. But what he found out was that looking at grading specs on paper means nothing until you see multiple diamonds side by side. On paper, when they say it's an excellent cut or a good cut, that's great. I don't know what that looks like. How does that translate into what the diamond actually looks like? Diamonds Direct. Best education, best selection, best warranties, best value, and best of all, the best experience. People really appreciate places that add a value of customer service to the people that walk into them. And I think that's exactly what Diamonds Direct does. They were glad that they helped me find a ring that I was ecstatic about. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Get directions, store hours, and more at DiamondsDirect.com. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank Tommy Chrysan, Will Guillory, Mike Trippett, Jeff Duncan, also Jeremy and Rudy back in studio, our great sponsors, the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Coming up next, it's the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with Pastor Maestro Green and Ken Trahan. See you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher from the dog catch of the governor. They all got to go.